book review we will be discussing topics of emotional abuse forced institutionalization abortion miscarriage and body shaming welcome back to a lot going on at the moment today we're doing a book review on the woman and me by britney spears the woman and me is a brave and astonishingly moving story about freedom fame motherhood survival faith and hope in june 2021 the whole world was listening as britney spears spoke in open court the impact of sharing her voice, her truth was undeniable, and it changed the course of her life and the lives of countless others. The Woman in Me reveals for the first time her incredible journey and the strength at the core of one of the greatest performers in pop music history. Written with remarkable candor and humor, Spears' groundbreaking book illuminates the enduring power of music and love and the importance of a woman telling her own story on her own terms at last. Yay. <laughs> nice job, okay. team. Yeah. Um, okay, so yay. Today we have a very special guest. She is a fellow Swifty, a cat mom to sugar and butterscotch, apparently Ace's second mom, <laughs> and she puts up with my brother's shenanigans, so that alone is uh, award-winning. We're here with Katie Kane, which is a nickname we gave her. <laughs> Woohoo! Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yay! <laughs> Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Okay, so we want to get into star ratings? Absolutely. Yes. Um, let's go to our, our guest first. Katie, how many stars did you rate this? I gave it five out of five. This was the only book I've read this year, but I really enjoyed well, it. That alone. It really good. Amazing. Yeah. Um, what about you, Shelby? How many stars did you rate it? I gave it for a four and a half out of five stars. Okay, okay. Jess, what about you? I gave it a five out of five. I have one minor minor tiny dislike, but I feel like it's not enough that I can dock it. So. Yeah, I give it five out of five. I had like a couple things. I was like, mm, but I was like, mm, I'm just dishing oh, So I'm the only the terrible person who rated <laughs> Britney Spears's <laughs> memoir. No, half a point be, under. <laughs> to be fair, Shelby, you have said you're trying to be tougher on your rating. Yes. yes. So I feel like sure. you're sticking true to that. I feel like we've all said that, but we haven't really been doing oh, it. Oh, my ratings are just, it's like, I just pick a number out of the bag. I'm like, five today. It's going to be a five. I, I need It's to like, what, how do I feel today, though, when I read it? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I feel that. That's okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you liked it, though, Katie, because that would be a real bummer if we asked you yeah. to come on the show and You're talk like, about that was terrible. Didn't like it. <laughs> that <laughs> almost really kind of happened with Doug, where we like we reviewed a book and we're like, oh, it was just okay. Yeah, but nope, this one, this one was good for yeah. sure. Did everybody listen to it, or did anybody read it like physical copy? I, I listened to it. I just read it on my Kindle. Oh, nice. On okay. your Kindle? I didn't know you had a Kindle. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I have, a, like, an old Kindle Fire. Vintage? Yeah, vintage. <laughs> I love it. That's so exciting. 
Uh, I didn't. We're gonna have to talk Kindle next time I see you because you're, you're gonna read cool. two books I, next year. I don't have a clicker or anything, so I'm not cool like that. But we can change that. Don't worry. Oh yes, we can change that. Christmas is just around the corner. Oh yes, great stocking stuffer. Honestly. <laughs> But yes, I listened to it. Um, I did. I thought it it was a great audiobook. Um, I love listening to memoirs as an audiobook, although that she didn't read it herself. That Mm -hmm. that's kind of my minor dislike is that. But I felt like she justified like like her reading a little bit in the beginning and explaining Mm -hmm. why she didn't feel comfortable reading it aloud. But it's still I think it would have been like way more powerful if it came from her voice yeah yeah Yeah. i mean the idea of being like i'm not gonna read my trauma makes sense i i'll i'll go with that (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly and that and like she she addresses it you know like she realizes like hey i'm talking about these michelle williams still did a really good job and like at two times speed she could have i mean i think if i told mike it was britney spears he probably would have believed it (laughs) (laughs) if you put it up to two and a half (laughs) that's funny (laughs) Or some other likes. I know early on, I'm not going to speak for you, Shelby, but we normally talk about like the cover right off the bat. I know early on you um, mentioned that as a dislike. Is that still a dislike for you? The, I mean, the picture I they chose? Dislike. I like. I just feel like that she could have used the picture from now, but I mean. Yeah, I that's what her, you're saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. her book from like when she's younger, sure. I just hope, like, to me, I hope it's not like a, I think I looked better when I was younger, so that's why I want to use a picture from when I was younger. I guess that's what, like, right. judging from, like, the way she talks in the book, I hope that that's not the reason. Mm-hmm. So I, I think can, she still I looks great for, for everything she's gone through. Like, I hope I look like that. Yeah, oh, me too. Yeah. I can't wait. I hope I grow up to look like that. <laughs> <laughs> when I grow, grow up, up, I hope I look like Britney Spears <laughs> at this age. Have you literally, like, I'm really the same age. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say, how? What's the age gap there? We got four years. We got. I think she's like. Well, yeah. How old is Britney Spears these days? Honestly, you and Josh are closer to Britney Spears than you are to the rest of us. <laughs> okay, oh, she's per- six years. Perspective. Six years older than me. So I mean, so she's forty-two. So I mean, I have some time. I could, I could be her. I, just give me six years. You're on your like, way. Four years. Yeah. Yeah. Six, no, six years. You said it was six years six, different. Yeah, yeah, six. I'm gonna have blonde hair, topless I mean, photos her? all the time. Top, well, she said her hair is nice, black. Nice black. I was surprised. I was I like, didn't okay, know that. Brown. I was like, okay, she probably has brown hair, but bl- black hair. That's I did not see that coming. I did not know that. <laughs> Such a plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, because I knew like it was blonde or black when she did what blackout I I think and yeah, yeah. but I did not know that but was her I, natural hair color. Yeah, I thought she just dyed it like that for that. Yeah, album. Mm-hmm. agreed. So I love like I feel like she's very candid. She also is very reflective on like things she did, like when she talks about her and Paris Hilton and Lindsay Lohan. She's like, mm-hmm. "Yo, I was wild and out. Like, doesn't make excuses. Just as like, you know, pretty clear about it." Which I mean. When that all happened, like, I, I'm younger, obviously, than her. She is. And, like, she's literally, like, 25. Like, I was doing stupid shit like that, too. And it's yeah, just amazing that they, yeah, they put so much pressure on her to not do that. And it's, like, I, I did, like, worse than that. 
yeah yeah it was like such under a microscope and mm-hmm. the scrutiny of her family and everything made it 10, 10 times worse but um yeah i agree i thought like it was very raw but very like um humorous at times even like her voice was just very like like you said candid but reflective at the same time mm-hmm. um but yeah i did it i liked that she was like naming names and not holding back and speaking her truth i was like get it Brittany, you go so i mean that now's her time right like yeah. finally she can talk about it so it's mm-hmm. great i mean it's like wild to think like i remember when these things happen and like no one i no one ever asked her what like what was like she was never granted an interview to really explain um like what was going on when she shaved her head and like did all you know and that's like i mean social media wasn't as prevalent prevalent so i guess that doesn't like prevalent that's what i mean Mm -hmm. um but like to be like hey all this stuff is happening what's going on and no just no one asked her like yeah (laughs) i know i was thinking about that when she was talking about it and i was like oh yeah we've never really gotten her perspective that's wild like we we never really heard her side yeah. of it till now, which is like so many years later. <laughs> but well, and I feel like there's been so many celebrities. Like she was talking about how like women, like you know, guys don't even get a second glance at if they're being kind of like like what they what she, people are saying. She was like crazy when she shaved her head and stuff. And like there's mm-hmm. plenty of men uh, celebrities that have like freaked out and done stuff. And everybody's yeah. like, oh, that's a little bit wild. Then that's like never talked about. But I feel like Britney like shaving her head and stuff. People just it was continuously talked about all the time and like her mental state and like why that's like why? for sure. Like, oh my god! Can I pull a quote that like directly goes with what you're saying, Tab? Because yeah. mm-hmm. um, I I loved all of the straightforwardness in her calling out society of the the double standard against the men and women in in the industry. It's ridiculous. So I love that she was going after that. Um, but directly with what you're saying, Tab, she says, "Think of how many male artists gambled all their money away." How many had substance abuse or mental health issues? No one tried to take away their control over their body and money. I didn't deserve what my family did to me. And it's just so true. Like, to even think about, like, all the crazy things so many celebrities do. And she and she even says, like, a lot of times she's like, I wasn't doing drugs. When she was saying that, I was like, no way. Really? <laughs> I was like, for you. Yeah. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have held it against her. I just, like, yeah. kind of how, like, the media was portraying her and everything. It made it seem like she was, like, going crazy. And that really wasn't the, the actuality of it. I remember, too, yeah. like, when she shaved her head, they were saying it was because she had to be drug tested and she was on all kinds of drugs. And that's why yeah. she shaved her head. Oh I completely gosh. forgot that they said that. Like yeah, fabricating that's... all of these lies. Yeah. yeah. Nuts. Yeah. Wow. You know, there's guys like one of the guys from Motley Crue killed someone in a car accident and no one cared, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. And like there's people that like drunk drive and do all like they do so oh, yeah. many bad things. And they're just like, well, well, they had a bad night. Like Britney Spears <laughs> cuts her hair. Like who cares? It's hair. It'll she wants to see her thing. kids. Like, yeah, how dare she? Right. Crazy. Yeah. Well, and I felt Nuts. so bad because it felt like to me, it felt like in the book, she just had a lot of mental health problems that like nobody was really treating properly and then like she just wanted a family like she just wanted some kids and then they take her kids away from her and her actual family is not even real family and she has like nobody and i just i felt like so bad i was like she when she at the end of her conservatorship when she was like wanting to get pregnant but they wouldn't let her like get her iud or out or whatever i'm like it's probably because her kids are like mad at her and so like she wants to have a kid and have a family like just fucking let her oh my gosh yeah it was 
I felt so bad though. I'm like, mm, like everything. Oh gosh, like just her, like I, she just wants a family and she doesn't have that. And I feel so bad because she has everything else, money, fame. Yeah. She just wants like family, mm-hmm. somebody to I love agree. her. Yeah. And I never put together how quickly her and Kevin Federline divorced after she had her second kid. I like didn't remember that in my head at all. And it's like so yeah. terrible to be pregnant and your fucking husband won't even talk to you. Are you kidding? Yeah. Me? <laughs> well, so quickly after her, her having her first kid, she was already pregnant again. And yeah. like so like I just think really about how she yeah. was excited about that, but yeah. Yeah, Ooh. she was happy. But I'm like, her husband sucked. He was never around. And she like, yeah. you know, I could see why she liked the way she acted. I, most of the time I'm like, well, that was justified. Like that was justified. Like she was being yeah. a little, you know, but I was like. I probably or like when they she said that the like she hit a paparazzi's car with her umbrella and then that's when she took off with their kid in her lap. I probably would have done the same thing. Like I know you're not supposed to drive with a kid, but like if you're trying to get away from somebody to protect your child, like but of course, like yeah. she's crazy. But she needs her kids. Like, yeah. My my dad definitely drove a car like with me on the left la- his lap. Right. The Back in the before. day. Like, yeah. Oh, we're sorry. not doing like road trips or anything, but yeah. No, like, <laughs> like, around the block. Like around the block, yeah. probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So something that really like stood out to me as someone who reads a lot of memoirs and kind of thinking about um, to Melcy's the sporty one, because we read that almost like a year ago, actually. Um, so with the sporty one, I felt like there was much more talk about like the actual fame, like mm-hmm. more information on like how the fame came to the, her and in the in the group and everything. And what I was kind of surprised about in Britney's was more so I felt like the fame aspect was such like a secondary element. Like I, I like she drops things here and there where she's like, oh, yeah, like I was working with Madonna or this and that. But it was never like really talking about her success as much as I felt like it was more of the backstory. Like that was really what the story was about, which I, I that is like just a different take on a memoir, I think, that I've read um because most of the time it's talking about like their claim to fame and this and that where this it was so much for me I thought was so much more focused on her upbringing and the behind the scenes and it to me just spoke so much about what she values is is like Mm -hmm. she's really holding on to that more so of like yes the fame's there and that's great and everything but that's not like where she finds importance you know yeah yeah, that's a good point because I had as one of my dislikes that like I felt like we didn't get super in depth about her like rise to fame. I was like, oh, and now I made baby one more time, and now we're at oops, right. I did it again, right? And, and now mm-hmm. we're here. But we, honestly, when you when you frame it in that, and we're more like following someone's like honestly mental health journey in a way, yeah, like, that like puts it in a uh in yeah a good perspective that, and it goes back to like so many of these things happen and she was never allowed to talk about it, so. Right. Or really like enjoy it. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think from like a reader standpoint, it would be interesting for sure to to get more of the insider info of like making the albums and this and that. But yeah, just like to me, it was like, OK, that's not that important to you, I guess. We're really yeah, it's more no, about. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, which going off of that, I felt like something that really resonated with me is like how messed up of like her childhood was. Which obviously, like, that plays a huge, that's, like, foundational setting for, you know, your lifelong trajectory. 
and how that really played a role for her. But like, dang, right from the start, not not great, not great, not setting her up for success, even if she wasn't um, going to be, a, you know, world renowned pop star. Right. Which I feel like was not, I mean, obviously it's her family. Like I felt like it was she, her life was presented and I was also a a child when she started getting famous, but like, that wasn't like, like, like it sounded all good. Like I felt like it was all good. I didn't know it was so bad. Same. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I agree. Even being older, like a little bit older than you, like she just seemed like she was like a cool, like, Oh, I'm just like a hometown, Mm -hmm. like a, just a country girl, not a country girl, but like, you know, just like a Southern, Southern girl, like, and then I was like, holy shit, you're going through it. Like, what the hell? Yeah. And then her family just kind of like living off. Oh, God. Like, you're making all this money. And then Jamie Lynn doesn't even care about her. And I'm like, Jamie Lynn, how could you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, when she's talking about her adolescence, and maybe it's because, like, I work with adolescents, but, like, her talking about how her parents would just, like, give her booze to drink, like, oh regular, regularly. Yeah. Like, and she was yeah yes. and she's like I, by that time I was drinking daily I was smoking I was mm-hmm. um skipping school to like hang out with older boys like that that's already like already so much childhood trauma just with yeah. frame. yeah what stuck out for me mm-hmm. like the very beginning of the book was when she was talking about her grandma how they sent her grandma yeah. away and she was on lithium and then you know fast forward a couple generations and Brittany's going through the exact same thing being put on lithium I was shocked and it's like crazy that history repeated itself a few generations yeah. later. Yeah. Yeah. That was really sad too, where she was like, I felt like so much of my like childhood self when I was with my grandma and then they, mm-hmm. they like took that relationship away from her. So sad. Right. Yeah. Especially like when, so then her example of how we handle mental health is we just give them lithium and right on her yeah. way. Like, mm-hmm. <sighs> Well, and it's crazy that her dad kept sending her to, like, in, like places and, like, they never, like, you think that you would eventually get a doctor that, like, realizes, like, that, like, they're not just medicating her to, like, keep her, like, I, like, nobody, like, properly yeah. diagnosed her ever, like, and gave her, like, the proper medication, like, mm-hmm. that's not hard, like, I don't, uh, I feel like her, uh, I hate, her dad is the worst. The worst. Uh, the worst. And then yeah. for her, like, when she's dating Justin Timberlake, to be like, and he cheated on me a bunch, and I was just like, okay. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. What did we get there? Because the you did not have a good example of what a good No. Well, because then, like, thinking back to, again, with her childhood of having to, like, like all of the the arguments and everything when she was, like, between her her parents and she has to like come out and try and talk her talk her mom down from fighting and stuff like that like that's her her role model of a relationship like as long as we're not screaming at each other she's probably like yeah we're good like you know what i mean compared to like what she's used to seeing so yeah but also oh go ahead I feel like I learned a lot about Justin Timberlake during that portion of the book because I just didn't know all that. And I was like, what is happening? Yeah. Uh, I know. And she like talks about him talking to what the rapper. I was like, this yes. is embarrassing. <laughs> I am embarrassed yes. for you, Justin Cringe. Timberlake. Cringe. <laughs> uh, I know. He yeah. was like really never my favorite person. And I'm like, fuck you, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And her talking about the VMAs when she's having like one of the worst nights of her life, and he is having such a good like that's so sad and terrible. And then I do remember them making 
so like fun of her so much for like everything in that performance really? and it's like god that's Dang. terrible like that's so sad mm-hmm. yeah i'm kind of going with- oh sorry go ahead that's okay um kind of going back about like her her life and her family background i thought it was really informative how much she talked about like her family tree and like going back even generations um because i think it definitely plays a critical role in like trauma breeding trauma in like how toxic that whole family was um yeah. so i th- i'm glad that she like recognized that and like dug a little deeper into that um but i don't feel like we normally get that in a memoir so i'm glad that she was like oh no here here's the layout of what's going on yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. agreed totally agree yeah, when she first started going into like all of her family, I was like, this is like a lot of a lot of like history. But then I was like, okay, this makes sense now that I'm like into the book, like yeah. why she was telling us all that. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's just like a yeah. revolving door of trauma. Is so sad. Mm-hmm. I also did not know her mom wrote a book. I had no idea that that was a thing. Which that is ridiculous to be like. Uh, my mom yeah. wrote a book about my life. Are you kidding me? That's just a joke. Oh, like what yeah. is? That? Yeah. Yeah. Right after I finished it, I put Jamie Lynn's book on hold because I was like, I I need to read it. Oh yeah, I need to know what the report back. Yes, (laughs) we'll do. Yeah, yeah. I was shocked. This is not anything super important, but shocked with the snake with Emma Slate for you. How it was like hissing the whole time and everything. (laughs) Oh my gosh! I was. I don't know how she's saying. Yeah, I would have been like, "Eh, right? eh, eh." Like they would have been like, "Me, we're not singing." Yeah, I would have panicked and ran off the stage and been like, "I cannot with the snake." Absolutely right. Right. Oh god. Also thinking back in my mind because. She was only 24 and then 25 when she had her kids. Like, that's so young. Yes. Yeah, I know. Because, like, when she was talking about it, I was like, so what age does that make her at? So I looked it up. Yeah, 24 and 25. I could, I fucking couldn't have had a kid there. That was 31 and seven years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and yeah, I was thinking about when she was talking about, like, wanting to have kids, like, more recently. I was like, I forgot that she was so young. So then I'm like, well, she's, like, how old? And I never really put it together. But, like, 42 is not that old. Like, or she's probably, like, 40 when she wanted to have kids with that Mm -hmm. one guy. But, like, that's really not old. People, a lot of people have kids at 40 now. And she, yeah, uh, I just feel so bad. Like, I feel like she would be, if she was, like, in a bubble and she didn't have all, like, she'd be a good mom, I think. Because she, like, seems like, I saw an interview and she was just saying, like, I would just love to be a mom. That's my, like, life goal. Like, yeah. to be a mom and just, like, you know, put other people before me. And I'm like, oh, my God, Britney Spears. Like, and then you're. Well, you Kourtney Kardashian is, Kourtney Kardashian's older than her and ha- just had a baby. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Travis. Wow. <sighs> Crazy. Would you look at that? So where you guys, I mean, I feel like we obviously read this book, so we are Britney fans, but you guys were all Britney fans. Yes. I wasn't like a diehard. Um, Like she was naming some songs and albums. I was like, "Mm, not quite sure. But if I like looked at it, listened to it, I might. Um, But like definitely her first album. I mean, there's there was not a 90s girl that didn't own that. (laughs) I would be it'd be really right. Did you guys own it? Sorry. Hold on. Okay. Yeah, I had it. Yeah. <laughs> Even so, my dad had that CD. <laughs> right? Like, oh my gosh. The With the butterfly? Yeah. 
ever got was her oops i did it again one my brother got it for me for my birthday when oh it came my out. god <laughs> that was my first cd ever so i've been a fan since then hmm. yeah I love, I love that so mine was as well but we did a whole little it was like our first stop at like fye for the first time or something some kind of music store um and my parents let me pick out like four cds and i got britney spears uh spice girls shania twain and Dixie Chicks, and I'm like, I still <laughs> hold on to that. Like, I am there. Or the stand by that CD. Yeah, yes. Yes. Foundational music for me. Um, yeah. I also, yeah, I went to her crazy one more time tour at the Palace. Nice. Which was right before Oops, I did it again, and I just looked it up. She only played nine songs. It's probably Seriously? the shortest concert. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> yeah, Wait. No, I just looked it up. Yeah. Was there an I opener? Like LFO. Oh, I LFO. love oh, you using LFO. Wait, so you see Britney Spears and LFO together? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I gotta go get Josh. <laughs> Does he know this? I gotta go get <laughs> Was he there? <laughs> Honestly, no, was he there? <laughs> okay. So wow. the You Drive Me Crazy tour, and it was oh. seven songs from um, Baby One More Time, and then two from Oops, I Did It Again. And I remember she came out in a carpet for Oops, I Did It Again, like, as she was like a, like a genie. That was the, uh, oh, oh no. yeah. Which was diff- nice. completely different than when she had the music video. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I didn't know this yeah. about you, Shelby. I didn't know you've seen her. Wow, this changes. Oh, everything. really? I saw the Backstreet Boys that. I saw her in concert for her circus tour, which was during her conservatorship. And just yeah. seeing, like, um, when she mentioned how much money her dad made off that tour, I was like, I wish I didn't buy tickets for it, but <laughs> it was a good show. I, um, like, I fell out of Britney a little bit. That album, like, brought me back into Britney. My ex-boyfriend bought it for me for my birthday. That's how much I, like, loved that album. <laughs> and I still have it on CD because I love, I did, I love that uh, whole album. Wow. <clears throat> love it. Yeah. But yeah, it was, like, Crazy. nine songs. We just played nine. That's all. <laughs> Was it over at like ten o'clock? Like what? <laughs> I mean, so I was. I was, was there. Eight. A lot of like, <laughs> like dancing in her, like in her, in between Interludes. lyrics. There yeah, had yeah, to like have been. <laughs> yeah, there had to have been. Um, yeah. Wild. Wild. Wow. Was it like a half hour? <laughs> like I don't even know. I was fine. Have... Oh, it's not in here. I have like my little lanyard. I got two from it somewhere. Here, that now that's exciting not that any it, it's all exciting but like, well now <laughs> that yeah, now i mean <laughs> no that's awesome i bet wow. have we talked to sarah i bet she, she oh i totally me a time or two yeah. for sure um i wish i could say i saw her i mean when she was talking about the like her her time in vegas i'm like man i wish i would have seen that but also Anna, Anna quite a time for her. Saw her in Vegas when um when Anna drove to California to live there. They she went nice. Saw them. That's cool. That's cool. cool yeah. Ooh, what There's else? All my get? for me, but I uh, I hate to do this, but I mean we are Swifties, and I couldn't help to make some comparisons because although they're not in the same time of success, like they weren't successful around the same times they both had childhood success or like in their adolescence and both their parents being like heavily involved. But I feel like just like their outcomes are polar opposite. 
and it just like really speaks true to having a toxic family versus a supportive family yeah that's and it just really like speaks volumes to how how important the people close to you play a role in it all Mm -hmm. yeah definitely um i didn't i like i knew she was in the mickey mouse club but i didn't know that she was in the mickey mouse club and then like I thought she went straight from the Mickey Mouse Club to being Britney Spears. Straight like, to I fame, didn't, baby. Yeah, I didn't know there same. was like a. There was, she's like, I just went home and existed. Yeah, I didn't yeah know same. That happened either. I thought it just like went immediately from the Mickey Mouse Club right into it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I. Yeah, I totally. There was it too. a couple things that I didn't realize too, like when she went to the movie premiere with um, Colin Farrell, and yeah. she said she wore the pajama top. I had to look that up because yeah. I was like, I don't oh, even I remember that. <laughs> Oh, did I need to see it too? Because I was I was thinking about that. And I was like, well, I don't, I don't remember that either. But I was like, I bet it looked great. <laughs> yeah, right. I was thinking about <laughs> when I read that, I was like, I have to go see what she's talking about. <laughs> it's well, it's so actually, funny. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was gonna say one time my friend um bought a, a top from like Aerie or something when we were in college, and she wore it out to the bars, and then she was like going. She like used to balance her checkbook, and um she it said like night night nightgown. <laughs> like night top or it was it was she it was pajamas she wore a pajama sh- like top to the bar she's like i didn't know i thought it just looked cute and i was like oh my god that's so funny hey, i have a sweater i'm for that i have a if sweater i literally bought here. from the pajama section of yeah sweater, of i'm all baby that i wore today <laughs> <laughs> but now that i just googled it and i do like remember this like tank top it is okay. so like of that time too with the lace and everything right. that it is Will you like, text me show me a yes. picture of um so i mean it's kind of a little bit it does look like a pajama okay okay (laughs) holy cow that's so funny because i was just gonna say um that i have a tank top that i wear that kind of looks almost like it's just (laughs) black though that it's it is like a pajama like lingerie-esque top but it's just like a silk black tank top (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) Mm. um okay so what i was gonna say with um tab you know how you were talking i'm just kind of put putting this together throwing this out there um mm-hmm. you were talking about how her being so young when she was having kids and everything and like how she just always wanted to be a mom and always like was kind of reaching for that goal do you think that started mm-hmm. with the unsafe abortion that was forced on her <clears throat> because that choice was kind of taken <laughs> away from her that she then mm-hmm. like i don't know i'm just as you're maybe. talking about i'm like it together maybe or even that she thinks like maybe if she mind child she had that child like maybe her and justin would have stayed together and life would have been different maybe i don't know yeah that part was really hard to read um Mm -hmm. just just for the sole purpose of like she didn't have much of a say in it and that like it had to be so hush hush and she couldn't go and get a safe abortion um was just really heartbreaking and how like she talked about how painful and everything that's just so sad well when when justin when she's like justin came with a a, like a acoustic guitar was singing oh my god i was dying i was in target (laughs) 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 shelby remembers her exact i was like are you kidding me (laughs) somebody was like comparing it to like um, when ryan gosling walked like goes playing singing matchbox 20 to barbie or whatever (laughs) oh my gosh i was like oh god Mike pulled so the guitar sad. out in that moment. I would kill him. So if any, if any time I was like sick or anything, and Josh was like, "Let me play this bass." <laughs> let me. Here, let, well, he was Wonderwall, and I'd be like, "Fuck off!" Like it's just this Seinfeld thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh 
gosh. Oh, that's funny. Mike's like, this is the drum fill, the love gun. And then that's what he <laughs> Mike brings his drum set into the hallway to play him for you while you're in the bathroom. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. Doug, um, we have to, like, have the gar- guitar removed from when we're trying to have conversations because literally it'll be like two separate things going on where he'll continue to play and carry a whole conversation and not realize what is happening <laughs> and he's like playing over me and i'm like <laughs> i can't I feel like talk he- while you're playing and he, he'll pull- just he'll talk over himself <laughs> playing it and it's like he doesn't even realize it. it's like his hands are not attached to his brain i swear like he's just his hands are doing his own thing and he can't i'm like uh, i feel like talk later band- i guess <laughs> I have the band posted a like a, a meme or a video yeah. like of somebody like like at band practice like they yeah. somebody starts talking and then like did it did it playing the drums like yep. over talking or the guitar and Josh was like this happens all the time and I'm like oh yeah every, no. every day yeah. of my life <laughs> this is every day of my life uh, when I'm here and they practice I can literally hear them having a conversation and then I just hear like a blue or red go yeah. or something yes well I just oh feel God. like it's such like a train of their own thought that they just don't consider it, it doesn't even bother them. Yeah. yeah like for Doug he just doesn't even realize it's happening he'll just be playing and like doesn't even realize it's happening like, okay <laughs> and then he'll, he'll literally be like I'm sorry put the guitar down <laughs> so yeah that'd be triggering <laughs> if I'm literally in so much pain you're doing that yeah no absolutely Shelby you had mentioned before we um decided to actually read this Mm -hmm. uh that many people were trying to prevent this from getting out yeah so yeah yeah justin timberlake and um i think colin farrell were trying to stop it from coming out which i guess justin timberlake he didn't want it to come out that like he cheated on her and had like they had an abortion colin farrell Mm -hmm. i feel like she didn't say anything negative about him yeah yeah Yeah. he was fun Mm -hmm. yeah yeah wonder what she did say yeah or maybe whatever i mean maybe he was just worried about who knows yeah. but hmm. yeah no there wasn't anything bad for bad about him yeah. or anything i mean hmm. it's just like if those things happen now it just wouldn't be i feel like as like frowned upon or yeah, like like any any of it would be yeah like well and like the whole like them like just like you know telling her like the the part where she had to like sit in a thing and like they interview people in like New York or something about like how 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 she did on her performance. Yeah. I'm Ew. like who wants yes. to be criticized about anything? First of all, she looks great, like I'm sure and like mm-hmm. that's like so terrible for your like mental health and for even if you're like have a, like a high, you know, like um good self-esteem. Like that's still not great. Like and just like her being like too too uh, you know, dressing too like um bear and then like not like like what yeah that wouldn't happen now i feel like i feel like they're like it might but not to the extent that it was happening then but i could mm-hmm. never i would have such be so sad of sitting in a room people criticizing me basically i mean that's mm-hmm. terrible that's like torture oh, yes yeah okay and you're reading too much reacting, Shelby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah um it was really hard to but like understanding it it, on the other side of it of her like explaining how she just like went through the motions of it and like agreed to so much of it because she just wanted to like be there for her kids and they were holding that over her head which is so sad um but like I felt like I understood her perspective I was like yeah I mean like I get it that yeah like at no point was I was was I like 
you need to fight for this or why didn't you fight for this it felt very much so like yeah that you didn't really have a choice you yeah. know yeah yeah mm-hmm. like she definitely did like mm-hmm. had to do all that to uh i don't know it's just terrible also um it was very heartwarming when she starts talking about her fans and her fans like realizing that something was up and speaking out about it and trying to help her and that kind of like lit a fire for her and being like no i do have a voice i can speak out i can get out of this other people are recognizing it and like oh my gosh she talked about how she tried like tried to go to judges and like they just wouldn't listen to her that's just insane insane what was crazy to Mm -hmm. me is that you know they claim she can't take care of herself or can't deal with any of her money but she could still work like she was a judge on x factor during this time she yeah was <laughs> like how could you still work right but you can't take care of yourself that makes no sense exactly like yeah. usually the not working is the first like if you can't take care of yourself you definitely can't go to work yeah like right, yeah. she's on that rigorous like schedule like working yeah. so much yeah like mm, that's uh, gosh like i feel so bad like she like you're you're like basically like being held like against your will and you're still like i would have been like i'm not doing anything i'll just sit here and do nothing but like she was like well i'm gonna try to go to work so i can like see my kids and i'm like good for you because i wouldn't i don't know if i could have done it like or like what about the time where she wanted to go to a meeting at a different time so that she could watch have like a movie night with her boys and they wouldn't let her yeah like absolutely not uh, or they made her work through the summer when she's supposed to go on vacation with her kids and yeah. stuff. And like, yeah. oh, that's so sad. And then to turn around and be like, Brittany's a bad mom. She never sees her kids. And yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Ugh. I also like the perspective she had with Paris Hilton, like her ta- talking about how what, what a good like supportive friend she was. Um, that's a perspective we really haven't heard, and I appreciated that. I mean, I don't know much about Paris Hilton, to be honest, but I that wasn't anything I knew before. So, I think um, Paris Hilton is like a good support system for her because Paris Hilton's parents also sent her away to one of those like mm. wilderness camp things, I believe, or like wow. some yeah. sort of school like that. So I feel like they both have like parental <laughs> traumas that they can yeah. kind of yeah. work with, I guess. Well, yeah. and also towards the end, she talks so much of like why you know why she engages in instagram so much and why you know she decided like how she she loves dance and all this stuff and it really just speaks volumes to like she's just trying to heal her inner child in so many ways and like hearing all of her backstory it's like damn yeah of course you are you've been through it it's sad yeah, to be like, I don't know if I'll ever tour it because, like, that is so attached to, like, all that trauma is, like, yeah. I wouldn't fucking want to tour either. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, I am happy it seems, I'm happy that it seems like she's happy now. Yeah. Like, she's found uh, a better support system within, you know, her lo- her other, you know, in a positive relationship. I was going to say loved ones, but, like, really, it's just, like, a couple. But, mm-hmm. yeah, but she seems happy. She seems, and, you know, her, she, like, interacts with her fans a lot, too. Which I think is like, it's mind blowing how many, like how much a fan base can do, like that yeah. many fans can do for. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a Swiftie, we know. <laughs> well, yeah, well, everyone, sort of like everything you're, everyone you're weird, and everything you're doing is wrong, and no one likes you, and then to be like, oh my god, no, I have like a huge, like the like such a big fan base is just I can't even imagine what that 
feels like. Exactly. Well, yeah. When the free Britney stuff was like happening, like I didn't really know anything about it. So I was like, this seems silly. But like then hearing the book, how, how, how much it like helped and how it pretty much started the end of her conservatorship. I was like, damn, like that was really. And then it was so nice. Like you said, like that she was like thanking her fans. I'm like, that was good of everybody. Like, good job. Britney Spears fans like you guys good job towards the end of the book I was hoping that she would talk about her wedding to Sam because she made oh. like a Instagram post after about Selena Gomez being there and maybe it wasn't like welcome oh. so I was really curious about hearing about that but oh. she didn't really get into many details about Sam he was only mentioned a few times yeah interesting hmm so, like, like Selena was there, but she didn't want her to be? Is that what you're saying? That's kind of what it seemed like from her Instagram post. Like, she posted Ooh. one, I Ooh. think, like, with Paris Hilton, Madonna, and Selena Gomez all in it. But then mm-hmm. she posted about Selena Gomez after that, and it seemed like she was kind of, like, dragging her a little bit. So, I don't oh. know. And I was hoping... Very interesting. Yeah. That, but... Oh, because I do remember... I do remember that post of, like, all of them. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe it wasn't anything too bad then. Because yeah, I feel like not. if it was, she would have, I think she would have laid it out. Yeah, I do too. But I was bummed that we didn't get that perspective. Right. Yeah. yeah. Although we didn't get like as, as much of the ins and outs of the fame, I do feel like she touched on so many iconic times. Yes. You know, the, the denim, the snake, the kiss <laughs> with Madonna. Like there's so many of these like really iconic moments. Um in I guess 90s and aughts really um that I'm glad she didn't just brush over those she at least gave us yeah the behind the scenes with that I know it is crazy when it's like all laid out like that how like how uh like how big of a star which I knew but like just how much over the years she's had like these big moments oh much yeah like super woven Mm -hmm. into like pop culture for us yeah yeah Anything? I think that's what. <laughs> when, popping when, well, I looked up and Jess was like bent over, and then all of a sudden she's like, "Do do do do, I'm back." <laughs> I'm like, I'm like a robot. It's me looking at my notes. Um, <laughs> that's it for my likes for the most part. Same here. Oh, uh, I do like that it was a little bit of a full circle ending with her like going back to talking about Louisiana and like. Her as a little girl, I thought that was a, yeah. a, a nice little yeah. circle. Mm-hmm. That's it. What were some dislikes? Tab, you said you had a a handful, little mixture. Um, at the beginning, it was like I was just a little confused because, like, she was saying how sometimes they they had like her dad like had a good business and he had a lot of money, and then sometimes he like they didn't have money. And I just like wanted to see like more linear, like about like when mm. when like when because like all of a sudden she's like the breadwinner for the family but like what like when because like sometimes she was like in lots of like dance class and like driving an hour for dance class but i was like a little confused in the beginning but like i could see that yeah 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 Yeah, i was like wow everyone's an entrepreneur here we're just starting (laughs) businesses everywhere (laughs) (laughs) i pretty much Um, talked to like how go in in depth about her rise to fame and stuff which i i'm retracting now i'm gonna retract it mm. and i'm gonna take <laughs> i did recognize it <laughs> okay i did recognize that too though like that did like stand out to me that i was like oh normally normally you talk about this more but 
Yeah. Yeah. My only dislike was that we just really didn't talk about her relationship with Sam, which I'm just so intrigued by because it was during the conservatorship right towards the end and mm-hmm. everybody was speculating that he was in on it. So I just kind of wanted oh. some more information about that. Yeah, and then they very abruptly divorced. Like, I felt like it was like, and we're getting a divorce now. Like, Mm -hmm. nothing Hmm. weird. Suspicious, yeah. Mm -hmm. Jessel? Oh, I I talked about mine that I wish she read it. I think that's that's pretty much I wish she read it, but I get why she didn't. But I think it would have been really powerful if she had. But -hmm. but I get it. All right. Do we have any uh, quotes? Sure do. Who wants to start? I only have one. I just have one. Yeah, you do yours first, Katie, and then I'll go after you. Our star guest, go. So the quote that really stuck out to me and almost scared me a little bit was when the conservatorship started and her dad said, I'm Britney Spears now. That like (laughs) so villainous and almost like a line from a movie. Like you wouldn't believe that happened. Yeah. So I just couldn't believe that because I feel like he was just so like money hungry and power hungry that he just had to control everything for her. You know, I just don't understand. I mean, obviously, none so of us sad. are moms, but like to treat your child like that is just something I cannot even begin to imagine. Me neither. Agreed. No, but I totally really- felt it as like a villain movie moment. <laughs> I read mm-hmm. that. I was just shocked. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Uh dang when well, i feel like there's so many ways that you can still be like like be part of your child's like career and like still make money but like make sure they have money. like but just be to get like just be taking everything oh my gosh like i just i don't understand either like that's especially, and like the, her yeah go ahead sorry especially when she was generous with her money with them she bought them yeah. a house like she wasn't just taking yeah. it all for herself exactly yeah, yeah. And then like sure. he made he paid himself like how much like was it one million dollars or was it like six million it was something wild something ridiculous crazy. Yeah. yeah so sad <sighs> um kind of bouncing off her shitty dad um the saddest part to me was that I always wanted was sorry the saddest part to me was that what I always wanted was a dad who would love me as I was somebody who would say. I just love you for you. You could do anything right now. I'd still love you unconditionally. That's sad. That's such a small ask, too. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. from a parent's just like, I just want your love, <laughs> period, yeah. like with noth- nothing else attached to it. Like, I just want you to accept me, love me. So sad. Mm-hmm. Um, I have actually, Tab, go ahead. You have one, right? Yeah. I just have one. Um, I just have, you have to speak the thing that you're feeling, even if it scares you, you have to tell your story, you have to raise your voice. And I was like, I just, I like that. I agree. I love that. I had that one too. And that's why I feel like if she, if she would have read it, gotta raise your voice, Brittany. I get, I get it though. I get it. (laughs) When she said that, it reminded me of Hillary Duff, raise her voice. (laughs) That's her Ooh, that's a memoir I need. So I have, as if gaining weight was something unkind I had done to them personally, a betrayal. At some point, did I promise to say 17 for the rest of my life? 
which is just so true. Like what? Yeah. When they talk about like her being like over 20 and being like, you're not a virgin anymore. Like, what is that? Like, (laughs) that's disgusting. Yeah. (laughs) Like her being happy that Justin like said, yeah, like it's just, just, you didn't have to say it. Like, come on. Nobody has to say anything. Like, it's none of your business. And also stop expecting women to be the same size that they were when they were fucking 17. I was, (laughs) I had that quote and then I was like, the fact that your body is different than what it was when you were 17 is natural and that's life like it should change from when you're 17 Mm -hmm. just as your body has changed when you were 12 or (laughs) 6 like it's literally you're you're living your life like you are progressing in life um Mm -hmm. yeah I mean I, I know we talked about a lot about how shitty Justin was but also just like her coming out about how hard that breakup was too when no one really knew and oh man that was ridiculous and how he like cry me a river and all that stuff man i don't know if i was just like young at the time and not like realizing the ins and outs of like what was going on but i just didn't realize all the what was going on between them i think too we only heard justin's side a lot she never came out and really said like well he cheated on me it was just that she cheated on him the one time and Mm -hmm. that's the narrative he ran for Although yeah. I do have to admit, Cry Me a River really good song. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know, yeah. Um I just have her her bit of when she she's explaining her her part of shaving her head. Says shaving my head was a way of saying to the world, fuck you. You want me to be pretty for you? Fuck you. You want me to be good for you? Fuck you. You want me to be your dream girl? Fuck you. And I was just like, yes, we got her side of the story. Yeah. And yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Did we ever see her like mid hair grow back out? Like, did she ever like what kind of haircuts does she have between then and like Ooh. long hair? I think she just wore remember? a wig the whole time. Yeah, she did. Mm. She wore wigs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I mean yeah. insanity because so many yeah. people shave their head or cut their hair super short now. Like, it's mm-hmm. not even. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, but that was like, I yeah, that and I can still picture her attacking the car with the umbrella, Me like and that, like sticks in my brain because they were posting it everywhere, everywhere. Yeah, it's always on like TMZ, any anywhere they mm. were showing any kind of media, it was there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Hmm. so sad. Oh, also nuts. I mean, I know we're past like talking about it, but <laughs> um, like her talking about her method act- acting with Crossroads. And how she couldn't, like, be in Chicago and stuff like that. That was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that she was, like, so... That's some, some like, Heath Ledger stuff, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's one of Amber's favorite movies is Crossroads. <laughs> I love that movie. It's a it's good really movie. Good. Mike good movie. Actually, oddly enough, he sent me... They just released, like, a bunch of Crossroads, like, merch. Like, t-shirts and... Really? actually sent me the link the other day. I'm interested. <laughs> Um, that needs to be a part of a, a movie marathon for us. Like, what are some like needs to be like pop star movies? Like that could be with like Spice World, Crossroads, Roads. Like, like movies with celebrities. Yeah, like what would that like fall under? I mean, I, yeah, I was thinking specifically pop stars, but it could be any celebrities, I guess. I don't well, know. I feel like pop Mia stars. Hams in a movie, right? Like, is, wasn't she in like a '90s uh, soccer movie? <laughs> I don't know. But that's our next movie marathon. Did we lose Shelby? 
I'm um, a computer from 1995. That's fine. We were just talking. Did you catch me talking about uh, movie marathon idea? I, I it was like a cliffhanger. I heard you, and then it cut off right before you were like. <laughs> um, I was just saying that could be one of our next movie marathons. Is just like pop star movies. Ooh, that would be good. Yeah, but anyways, um. Normally at this time we talk about um, other books we're reading or like what kind of other books you like to read. Uh, I know you're not much of a reader, but um, are there any books in your horizon that you think maybe or like mostly memoirs is more your vibe or just just more of a non-reader? That's fine too. Um, Usually I don't read a lot. I like to play video games. That's Mainly That's I right. Your gamer girl. Video games. Yeah. But I did download. I think it's called. Actually, I don't know what it's called. It's the Office one with um, Jennifer oh, Office Jennifer BFFs or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It's like so good. good. Yeah. Is that, I do need to read that because I love The Office, so I do want to read that one. So that will be my next one. Yeah. That Have one's you ever really done an audiobook? Because they no, so I've the never. audiobook version of that is so I think you can get that on I don't I think at her library. Yeah, but do you like do you have a library card? It. I don't have a <laughs> I library won't, card. No. I was gonna say I'm not gonna judge you if you don't. It's okay. I don't. If you want to get one, um, there is an app called Hoopla that you can use the you listen to our podcast, you know. It's fine. <laughs> you you can use your library card on the app and get free audiobooks. Because oh. that one they read. Um, oh, and it's okay. it's really funny, and they have yeah. like it, cameos yeah. from other people that read chapters for it. So. Yeah, that might be more That's my really vibe because I like to have something on while I'm working, like something in the background. Yeah. So maybe I'll try an audiobook. Yeah, yeah. If I, I love it like, when they read it. Yeah. yeah, Josh was really into audiobooks. Like he's like because he drives an hour back and forth from work, so like he was like all in on audiobooks. And I was like, I don't know, I don't really, I don't want to. I have to pay attention, but you really don't have to pay attention at the beginning, and then and then you can like play video games or like do other stuff fold laundry and you're not like what the fuck yeah. sometimes i'll black out but usually not like it's <laughs> audiobooks are good <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like no, what the fuck I'm, happened in the last five chapters I'm, i can't remember yeah. <laughs> i'm almost always listening to the audio an audiobook while i'm doing something there's never yeah. a time where i'm just sitting <laughs> pressing quiet. play on an audiobook and sitting, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah because i um listened to one and i was like i don't think this is my vibe and it was because it was too slow i need it once i figured oh, out like i was like oh, i can yeah, listen to it yeah. one and a half speed and it goes way quicker i was like this is way more i'm good with this <laughs> yeah well sometimes when they're on one they're like the girl walked into it's the nice. room. I'm like, who who talks like that? That's not real. Yeah, who reads like that? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I have, I have, I'm in a different area now. I've not considered this book at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah, wild. Well, very, very good. good. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much, Katie, for joining us on the podcast. Yeah. yeah thank you for having fun. me. Yeah. It's a good uh, time. Yeah. All right. Well, make sure you tune in next week, Wednesday, December 27th, for our last book review of the year, What Happens After Midnight by K.L. Wathers. I know we all have a lot going on at the moment, but thanks for taking a moment and tuning in to our book review. <laughs> See you next week. Yes. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. It's Brittany, bitch. <laughs> Thanks for listening to A Lot Going On at the Moment. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. If you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. You can find us on Instagram at A Lot Going On ATM and on Twitter at A Lot Going On Pod. Theme music by Doug Cooner.